Ludwig Sinitz, the founder of our company, left us with a mission. To focus on people, their learning and growing. In the Mindtastic podcast, we want to explore what learning and growing means at TGW Logistics Group. And since we believe that everyone is naturally curious and wants to learn from others, we are here to support that journey. The show is hosted by Tina, your average, curious, passionate TGW employee. That's me. Hi, everyone. Listen to the trailer if you're new to the show and want to know what to expect. Or join Tina on her journey of lifelong learning, because curiosity never stops. And neither do we. Welcome to another episode of the Mindtastic podcast, where we dive deep into the work life of our TGW employees. Today, we feature our dedicated on-site engineers from the Lifetime Services team. Luis and Aladdin work closely with our customers at their sites, ensuring smooth operations and providing top-notch support. And they are two of more than 1,000 employees in lifetime services. And they fulfill the promise, we keep your business running. Luis, Aladin, very happy to have you here today. How are you? Thank you for having me. Hello, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I am brilliant and very excited to be involved in the podcast. Me too, actually. I am a bit nervous. This is my first podcast, but I am looking forward to it. It sounds nice. So I love that it's your first podcast. I think that's been true for everybody who's been here so far. So yeah. let's see how it goes today. Hopefully, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure of it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about lifetime services. Uh, it covers the longest phase in our relationship with the customer because the facilities we as TGW plan and build, they last for decades. Therefore, it's not surprising that lifetime services is a huge part of our business and that there's a wide selection of services offered. So I think it would be smart to do a quick overview before we focus totally on you, Luis and Aladdin. So... LTS offers on-site, field, remote, training, spare parts and claims, data analytical and retrofit services, which is really a lot. So maybe quickly go through what they are and I hope Luis and Aladdin, you can help me. So I'm going to start with on-site services. That means that LTS establishes a permanent team at a customer site to make sure that the systems run smoothly from a technical point of view. Yep. And... Field services uh, visit site temporarily. They do all kinds of repairs, maintenance and support work during peak. Yeah, uh, and remote services uh, make sure that there is experts available around the clock for all customers. They uh, proactively monitor and maintain the system as well as support uh, in case of emergencies. And then there's also training services to enable customers to successfully operate their systems. Also, spare parts and claim services where LTS makes sure the right parts are made available whenever needed and customer claims are taken care of successfully. And even data analytical services as a big lever of driving continuous improvement and performance of customer sites. 
And last but not least, retrofit services secure that our systems can be adapted to match ever-changing customer demands and that the systems keep up with latest performance demands. Wow, I think that was a lot, but we also, I think, explained it pretty well. Do you agree? Yes, yeah. definitely. Well, but today is all about you and your job is part of the on-site services. You are on-site engineers and therefore you are engineering in a highly automated environment, which sounds super complicated to me. How would you explain your job, let's say, to a 12-year-old? Well, I would start by saying there are boxes that need to go from one destination to another. The boxes themselves, they don't have a brain. They can't decide where to go. But the software is like that brain, which tells the conveyors where they need to go. So my role on site is keeping the brain healthy, helping to avoid it being overwhelmed and therefore being responsible for the software, which keeps the warehouse to run smoothly. I think even among adults, many of them don't know what automation is. Uh, and if we focus on automa automation in, in a warehouse, it is a series of or a group of machines that cooperate together to transport products and boxes from one place to another uh, and spread around uh, inside the warehouse. Uh, those machines each has its own functionality and its own role. And my job is to take care of the machine, keep them in good shape, keep them healthy. Uh, I focus more on the hardware, so the, the mechanics of the, of the, of the machine. Um, and my job is, it consists of uh, repairing if the machines break down, maintain the machines to keep them healthy, and monitor the machines um, and check each machine uh, and see how things are going in the automation, uh, if there are any kinds of, of uh, maybe noises, because those that noises can, could indicate issues. And that's what, what I do daily. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. From what you've shared, I get that both of you are responsible for smooth operations in the warehouse. Exactly. But Louise, you are focusing on software. Aladdin, you focus more on the machines and the mechanics of the machines, right? Yes, exactly. So I'm imagining an average workday has a lot of, hey, Louise, or hey, Aladdin, can you take a look at this? Can you maybe help me with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd say that's spot on, to be honest. I do a lot of problem solving day to day. And that can be either from... Um, TGW, so at the internal TGW colleagues that work on the site or from the customer. Mm -hmm. And do you get a lot of Aladdin? Can you help with that? Oh, of course. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, we run into different issues uh, on a daily basis, depending on how much production we have and what kind of issues we're facing uh, that day. And, and it's, it's uh, never, It's it's never the same. It's always uh, different, something different, different machine, different scenarios, different issues and different challenges. 
So since you just talked about challenges, what are typical challenges in your line of work? Well, the challenges that we run into, um, sometimes we get uh, breakdowns uh, where a machine just breaks down. Um, the, the, the causes could be very different. They variate. And our job is to quickly figure out the, the root cause of that uh, problem and solve it as quickly as possible, but also uh, in a very safe way. Uh, we have to think about our safety and also the safety of others around us and also the safety uh, and, and uh, the safety of the machines. And, and so we have to consider all those things uh, while we are working. Uh, time is very valuable and we have to... Uh, use it in, in the best way possible for our own interest and the interest of the customer, of course. Absolutely. And I think I learn so much every day. Um, for me, one of the things that can be most challenging is if there is a bug in the software, um, I don't have access to change it on site. It needs to be um, developed um, by the development team. Um, so sometimes we have to wait for that to come to site. Apart from that, I think um, one of the biggest challenges or one of the challenges we have is kind of sharing the knowledge and training um, the engineers on site to understand the system. Um, many have a more mechanical and electrical background. So I spend some of my time training them and helping them understand the system as well as they can. It sounds to me like a good on-site engineer should really enjoy problem solving because you have to figure out why isn't the machine working or why is there an error and why isn't it working the way it's supposed to be. What other skills do you consider critical for being successful as an on-site engineer apart from problem solving? Well, for me, um, it's this, I would call it drive or hunger for, for, for knowledge and, and for improving yourself, despite whatever challenges you are facing, because The more challenges you face and the more problems you solve, the better you become, the, 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 the more experience you gain. And so if you see it in that positive way, it, it will make a huge difference in the way you work and in the way you think. I really like your perspective and how you frame that and how you say, well, it is challenging. I do have to save a lot of problems, but that's the one thing that makes me good at my job, that I challenge myself, go out of my comfort zone. And the emphasis you put on, hey, this is about learning and growing myself, so it's actually good for me. I find that really inspiring. Um, for me, I think it's important uh, to be good with your time and prioritizing the tasks on a day-to-day -day basis and also um, longer term as well, knowing which projects or maybe um, improvements need more of your priority. I'd say managing my time is quite a big task I face. Um, and then communication, um, clear instructions about the tasks that I'm doing or explaining the issues that we have. Um, and that's both with the customer and also with my internal TGW colleagues on site. 
I'm intrigued by the unique dual role you hold as both an employee of TGW and an on-site employee at our customer's location, often in close contact with the customer's own teams. How do you navigate this dynamic? Yeah, so for me, um, I sit with the customer. So day to day, I am sat right with the customer in their office. So it's important to remember that they are still a customer and that I can deliver the best service um, to represent TGW. But I do still feel like they are my colleagues and I do get along with them quite well. I have a very good relationship with them. That's nice to hear. And it is so very important to show the values of TGW. Uh, and we show that in, in every way possible. We show it in the way we, we work, in the way we communicate, in, in the way we, we value our timelines, uh, our tasks, uh, and we take our work very seriously. And, and though that challenge in itself, it's also an honor actually to to be the ones representing the company and the one carrying on this mission that we are here and we are here for you and we show that as i mentioned in every way possible so it, it's very important to have that mindset while we are while we are working with with the customer and communicating and seeing them every day and we build this relationship that we want the goal is that the relationship would would last for as long as possible <laughs> it's it's something that we strive for and it's it's something that we always have to remind ourselves of yeah i can totally feel how you are happy to be part of tgw and how you're proud to show what we stand for i am yeah well, another thing I'd like to talk to you about is that I think many of our listeners may have had limited or no first-hand experience inside a fulfillment center. I mean, how often do you get the chance to just walk in and be like, oh, this is how it looks like here. Could you maybe describe what it's like to work in the environment you work in? Are there any distinct sounds, smells, or any other unique aspects that shape the experience? Well, Yes, um, as as soon as you step into the warehouse, you will immediately realize that and see that it is a very busy place. There is a lot of movement, trucks driving by, we, people working on something, building something or uh, removing something. Uh, and you will see lots of people uh, with different roles. Um, and when you come to the automation area, you will see that there is a lot of movement as well. Uh, cranes moving back and forth, uh, conveyors, uh, transporting boxes, uh, pe pe people picking uh, on the picking stations. And it's, it's a very busy place. Uh, so that it's different sounds. There's, there isn't like one specific sound, it's just different sounds depending on which area you are in. Uh, smells, well, because it's groceries here. So uh, you would smell different types of maybe food and uh, also uh, cleaning products as well. For me, I, I like to describe it, if you've seen it, 
the end of Toy Story 2. So when the toys um, and they're in the bags, they go through into the check baggage onto all the carousels at the back. Um, on our site and on all, I presume, TGW sites, there are uh, boxes traveling around on conveyors, moving around, going up through the floors, down through other floors. Um, on our site, we can hear a lot of alarms um, or... Um, beeps from forklift trucks. Uh, there are sometimes limited daylight because it's quite a big building. There isn't a lot of windows. So especially in winter, sometimes it might feels, feel like you only get to see the daylight on your break. Um, in terms of smells, for us on site, our site is clothing. So the only smell I would say would be the smell of cardboard. I have a question for you, Aladdin, because I mean, I'm the only one seeing it because our listeners sadly can't see you, but I notice you're having this heavy jacket. Why is there a heavy jacket there? Oh, uh, that's a very good question because uh, in, uh, in order to keep the, the groceries in, in, in good shape, you, you, you need to put them in chill areas. So most of our automation is inside a chill area uh, where the degrees are very low. So you always have to have a jacket on because otherwise you will freeze. I learned now that you work in super busy environments with a lot of action, a lot of different noises, with different temperatures, depending on, for example, what is stored inside the warehouse. So groceries might mean there's a colder area. Um, good for you, Louise. You work in fashion. No yeah. cold areas for you. <laughs> no, thank goodness. <laughs> um, but let me also summarize what else I've learned today. I learned that you never quite know what might happen and what to expect because every day might be very different. You are always ready to solve whatever challenge might be. Uh, might present itself during the day, even the most difficult problems. So I think you might be really good in solving logical puzzles, stuff like that too, by the way. <laughs> But of, anyway, you're really good at problem solving. And I think that's a very important skill. But then also you're really, um, Aladin, in your case, you have a lot of technical knowledge. You know how machines work, where the bolts and bits go so that they work and how to figure out what is wrong with them if they don't work. And then Louise, you know so much about software and you know, oh, this bug is because of this and this has to go here. And then you're also teaching people about how to learn it. So I'm really impressed with all the different aspects of your job. And it sounds like really, just as I said in the beginning, you never know what to expect in the morning. Absolutely. You can walk in on one day and it can be really calm. You have a nice, easy day. And then the next day you come in and it's panic stations and you have to get really involved with the problem solving. But I really enjoy it. There's always challenges and, and, and they differ from day to day. And But it's very uh, exciting because you, like I said, the, the, the more challenges you face, the more experience you gain, the more you learn. Yeah, and... By the smiles you shared, I can tell you two really like your job. Yeah, I do really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. That's so cool um, because doesn't everybody want to have a job that they are 
A, good at and B, really enjoy doing. So um, maybe you inspired some people to check out, hey, what's this on-site engineering about? Maybe that's something for me too. Who knows? Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. and join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with open arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. We're going to wrap this up with a final round of rapid-fire questions. So... I thought about what I could ask you. And of course, I'm going to start with something related to warehouses. So what's your favorite sound in the warehouse? Uh, so for me, easy answer, it would be the shuttles uh, running up and down the aisles. They make a brilliant whizzing sound. <laughs> uh, and for me, it's it's the crane uh, moving back and forth, uh, up and down and... and uh, It's, it goes at high speed and it actually makes a very nice and smooth sound when it's moving. So I would say that's my favorite. What's your favorite TGW product? Favorite TGW product, I would say the crane as well. Um, I like I, I like the way it's built, the, the mechanics of it and, and, and how it works. Yeah, and I'm the same. I love the cranes. Uh, they're so tall and big I just think they're amazing do you ever go up I don't I'm not trained but I watch our engineers climb and I think it's brilliant so hopefully one day I will get my training and I can <laughs> climb up that big ladder as well yeah how high is it what do you think do you know I think it's about 20 meters the ones we have it's about 12 meters so it's not that that high But once you climb up there, because I do climb from time to time, it's 12 meters, but it's, it feels higher when uh, once you are up there, it feels pretty <laughs> high. Really. It's a bit yeah. scary, like you immediately grab on to the, to, to the ladder like harder, like without even thinking, because the adrenaline will kick in immediately. Uh, it's, it's a bit scary experience, but... Once, like when you have the when you have the get the the proper training, and you uh, learn how to use the harness and all the equipment, the safety equipment, you will learn to trust the, the equipment. Uh, but still, somewhere there in in your mind, it's it's uh, you're uh, panicking a little bit. But, But in uh, a good way. In like a good way, for yes. Adrenaline junkies, it would be the <laughs> perfect exactly, thing to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so it's it's quite fun to do, actually. Last but not least, do you have any famous last words for saying bye-bye to our listeners? Yeah, I I would also thank thank everybody for listening and taking the time. Uh, and I would just say that uh, just whatever you do, if you have the correct mindset, you will definitely like your job. You will definitely love your job and love the people around you. If you just allow yourself to, to have a positive mindset, your job, your life will become very interesting. That would be my let's say, uh, tip to everybody, whatever you do, whoever you are. Wow, such great messages at the end of this great conversation. Thank you so much. I'm sending you all the best to Sweden, Aladdin and the UK, Louise. Have a great day and thanks for being part of this. Thank you so much and thank you for having us. Thank you. 
for this great experience. I really enjoyed this and uh, I learned a lot from this. Uh, hopefully this won't be my last podcast. This podcast is produced by Mantastic. As the Global Learning and Development Department at TGW Logistics Group, we care about making learning an experience. If you found this episode valuable, share it with colleagues and friends and give us a review. We'd love to hear feedback. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on further episodes. To connect with us, drop us a message at mindtastic at tgw-group.com. You can also check out our show notes for more information. Tina, any last words? Until next time, keep learning and growing.